Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! There's danger on the trail ahead! I'll Silver! The total population of El Dorado, a boomtown mining camp west of the Great Divide, consisted of 300 men, nine women, and one newspaper. The El Dorado Post was a weekly, not a large paper, but one that endeavored to make up in interest what it lacked in size. Every edition carried this slogan on its masthead, The Truth Without Fear or Favor. Austin Crockett, the post-serious young editor, was proud of that slogan. He was grateful to Cliff Slade, owner of the paper, who gave him a free reign in editorial policy. Crockett was especially proud of the post's current editorial, and he wasn't surprised when Mr. Slade walked into his office. Good morning, Mr. Slade. Hey, Juniper Crockett, it's great. You like it? You sent off a cake of blast and patted my boy. That's what I intended to the do. The whole town steamed up. All the money's from the Granada across the street in the cafe. And they're all reading a copy of the Post. They ought to open their eyes. Oh, they're mad enough to chew spikes. They figured something was wrong, of course, but they didn't know the truth until That's you came. That's our slogan, isn't it, Mr. Slade? The 
truth without fear of favor. It sure is, and I'm behind you 100%. Thanks. I hope you'd agree. You know, Austin, it might not be a bad idea for you to go over and talk to the boys personally. They need a leader, and you sort of elected yourself their champion. And for a square dealing and the truth, if that's what you mean. Sure, sure, but lots of these miners don't know you. I think it would be a good thing for the town for you to show yourself. After all, you're the one who dug up these facts and put them in print. All right, Mr. Slade. I'm not very good at making speeches, but if you think it'll help, I'll talk to the men. Good. Come on, we'll go over there now. Hey, how many of you men have been working at the Granada for Gene Barber? I have. I have. You read what's on the front page of the El Dorado Post today? Some of the boys ain't seen that story, Quint. Why don't you read it to them? All right. Some of you dumb hombres are still wondering why the Granada closed down yesterday. Why you're out of work. Well, listen to this. The headline says Gene Barber, eastern owner of the Granada, orders mine closed. Now, wait, wait. Listen to this. The editor of the Post has personally investigated the reason behind the shutdown of El Dorado's biggest mine and presents the following facts. Mr. Barber knew two months ago that the mother load was running out. Mr. Barber deliberately misrepresented conditions to every miner in El Dorado who's been working for him. Well, how about that new stamping mill he shipped out here? He wouldn't have sent out all that machinery if he figured there wasn't any gold in the Granada. Well, this paper tells the whole story. Explains that Barber sending the machinery out here was just a cover-up. He wanted to fool you and everybody else. Why? Well, the reason's right here in black and white. So that he could hold up the value of his mining stock on the eastern markets. Yeah, here's the answer. Listen. Mr. Barber, absentee owner, has been unloading Granada gold mine stock for the past two weeks. Why? The reason is obvious. He can make a big profit at the expense of the miners. How do you like that? One way we ought to be thankful. We've got an editor running the paper here in El Dorado who's smart enough to realize... Oh, wait a minute. There he is right over there. He just walked in with Cliff Slade. I think I'm speaking for everybody here, Mr. Crockett, when I say we appreciate what you've done. Getting the lowdown on that sidewinder, Gene Barber. Yeah, that was good Thanks. work, all right. Thanks. Thank you, man. I only publish the truth, and I'll continue to do it. That's the boy. I, I think you'll be glad to hear that my investigation has already borne some fruit. Just before Mr. Slade and I left the newspaper office, I received two telegrams. One of them said that this news has knocked the props from under the selling price of Granada Gold Street. The other, the other one was addressed to Mr. Slade. I'll read it to you. It says, uh, will arrive in El Dorado next Thursday. Signed, Barber. So the double-crossing polecat is coming out here. Evidently, he's received news in my editorial. I say we ought to run the farm out of town on a rail. Right. Right. Let's meet the stage and string him up the minute he gets on. Now, quiet, man, quiet. Quiet, please. As you all know, I operate another mine here in El Dorado, and I'm sorry to hear about the Granada. But whatever happens when Gene Barber gets here... I think you've all got a great champion and leader in Austin Crockett. Now over to the bar. The drinks are on me. That was a great speech you made, Austin. I didn't say anything but the truth. You know, Austin, when this town gets big enough for a mayor, we'll be looking you up. <laughs> Thanks. The only thing I'm interested in right now is the expression on Barbara's face when he gets off the stage next Thursday afternoon.
Where do you think Bob is going to see Austin? I haven't the slightest idea. Oh, there! Oh, oh, you Oh, there! Oh, there! Oh, you finished! Oh, Have a good trip, Sam? Oh, tolerable. How many passengers? Just one this trip. That's what we figured. I'd better open the door. Baby, is nobody getting out but a girl? Can't understand why Barbara would send a telegram unless... Wait a minute. Say, driver. Yeah? Are you sure this is the only passenger you're carrying? She's the only one. Was you looking for someone? Yes. We were all looking for someone named Barbara. That's my name. You? I sent a telegram to a Mr. Slade saying I would arrive. But, and I but, signed my name to it. I don't Slade, see why there's any... you said that telegram was signed Jean Barbara. It was, Austin. I... No doubt you were expecting my father. His name is spelled G-E-N-E. Mine is J-E-A-N. Then I guess it is your father we're expecting, Miss Barbara. He... He won't be here. I came in his place. You came in? My father died last week. Oh, I see. Well, then you were the owner of the Granada. That's why I came out here. I heard this man call you Austin. Are you by any chance Austin Crockett, editor of the Eldorado Post? Same. I'm deeply indebted to you, Mr. Crockett, for bringing about my father's ruin and indirectly causing his death. If facing the truth caused your father to die... He should have thought of that before he victimized all these miners. Why should we change our plan just because it's a girl? Her name's Barbara, ain't it? Let's string her up. Yeah, come on, let's go ahead. I don't know how. At least let's send her hiking out of town. Miss Barbara has as much right to be in El Dorado as anyone else. Her old man's the one who swindled us out of our jobs, ain't he? Thought you was on our side. I yeah. am on your side, but then this I is... say get her out of here, cause I'm going to touch her. No, oh, Some of these men have been drinking, Miss Barber, and you're not a very popular person. For your safety's sake, I suggest you come with me. Come on. I suppose I should be grateful, but I'm not. I'm quite capable of taking care of myself, Mr. Crockett. That's a matter of opinion. As long as I'm here, it might interest you to know I've read your editorial. Have you? It's very well written. There's only one thing wrong. What's that? It's not true. Just a minute. Do you know what this is? No. What is it? Galena. What's Galena? Lead ore. That's what the miners in the Granada struck the day your father was selling his stock at top prices. Father sold some of his stock to buy the mining machinery he shipped out here. All part of his plan to cover up. Galena or lead isn't gold, Miss Barber, and your father knew that. El Dorado is a boom town. It lives on gold mining. But the last few months, it's been living on the Granada. At least you admit that. Your father never came out here. But he sent word all over this part of the country that the Granada's load was rich and deep. That there were jobs for a lot of miners. Is it a crime to give men work? No, but it's a crime to spread false reports. As you know, El Dorado's a difficult place to reach. Several men were killed last week trying to get here. They were coming because of your father's false reports. Uh, I don't know anything about mines, but I know my father. If he said there was gold in his mine, there is gold there. Confidence in your father won't change Galena into gold. If the miners hadn't quit... If they'd go on digging, I... I More know of this. Find... Oh, listen, isn't the foreman of the Granada a man named Carl Finney? I know Finney very well. Several months ago, Father sent a geologist out here. He charted the load, whatever that means, and told Mr. Finney how to follow it. Old-time miners like Finney don't need a chart to follow a gold vein. Then he couldn't have made a mistake? 
I'm afraid not. I'm going up to the mine and see for myself. You better stay away from the Granada, Miss Barber. The miners are in a pretty ugly mood. You saw what happened this afternoon. I it... thought you were interested in the truth. I am. So am I. That's why I'm going to the mine the first thing in the morning. It's dangerous. I'd better go with you. Don't trouble yourself. You'll be wasting your time, but there's no sense in risking your That's life. That's my business. Good afternoon, Mr. Crockett. I'll call for you at the hotel at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Later that evening, on a narrow mountain trail near El Dorado, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan Reed reined up their horses to a sudden halt. What's wrong? I don't know, Dan. There's another trail that runs along a ledge right above our heads. Yeah, sure, I see it. I look down there where it curves into that pass right ahead of us. Yeah. Well, there are lights. And they're moving, coming this way. What does it look like to you, Tonto? Well, me think a donkey train. Men carry torch. You're right. That's what it is. Why would a donkey train be traveling a trail at this time of night? Plenty mines around here and donkey pack ore. The trail they're on doesn't lead into town. That's where they should be taking the ore. Golly, maybe it's... big fella. You and Tonto wait here with the horses. I'm going to crawl up on that ledge and get a closer look at whoever's driving that train. I don't make any noise. I'll be right back. Quint were taking an awful chance moving this stuff with a lot of torchlights this way. Horses' orders. Besides, there's nobody around to see us. Uh, how do we know it? There might be. Hey, Quint. Yeah? What's eating you? Right ahead of us. Somebody just sneaked onto the trail. We can handle that all right. I'm pegging a gun. Yeah, so am I. See? He's right by that rock. Wearing a dark shirt and a white hat. Yeah, I see him. And look. He's got a mask on. Must be an outlaw. Don't let on like you see him. Will we get a little closer and start blasting? Yeah. I'm ready whenever you say so. Now we can't miss. Let him have it. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. When the men who were driving the train of pack mules opened fire, the Lone Ranger hugged the ground and reached for his six-gun. I think I drilled him. No, you didn't. He's still... Oh, my arm. With uncanny accuracy, the Lone Ranger's bullets fended off the men who were trying to kill him. 
And as he continued to fire, he moved back toward the edge of the overhanging trail. Then he called to Dan and Tonto. Move out so I can see you. Put Silver in front. All right. Ready, Silver. Ready, boy. Knowing that Silver, his great white stallion, possessed instincts that were infallible in an emergency, the Lone Ranger swerved suddenly, leaped for the horse's back. It is. Keep your heads down and ride. Come on, Silver. Out. Come on, Daybreak the following morning found the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan reining in their horses not far from the entrance of the Granotic Mine. We leave the horses here. I want to take a look inside the Granada. Won't the miners be coming to work pretty soon? No. The mine has been shut down for two days, Dan. Huh? Them fine Galena, no good in gold mine. What's Galena? The ore in which lead is found. Wasn't lead worth mining? Well, of course. It's rather disappointing when you're digging for gold. Is this the only mine around here? Oh, there's another one on the other side of the ridge. It's not nearly as large as this, and mine's only low-grade ore. And those packing mills last night. What kind of ore were they carrying? I don't know, Dan. That's why I want to look this place over. Did you bring plenty of matches and candles, Tonto? Ah, good. We may be in here quite a while. We've covered every drift and every face in the mine. Uh-huh. Yeah, then if it was or that mule train was packing, it didn't come out of this mine. I don't think so, Dan. There must have been 12 or 14 mules in that train. If it had been loaded in here last night, there would be some evidence of it. Where else could they come from? Mule could get on trail from other mines. Oh, that's true, Tonto, but... Somebody come. Go out that candle, Dan. Sure. Someone in the main shaft. We're at the end of it. They may not come this far, but... Here, back in this crevice. Right here at the end of this shaft is where we were working when the vein petered out. You mean the vein of gold? That's right, miss. There. Can you show me? Well, you can see it right Well, here. I want to know something about a newspaper, Mr. Crockett. I'll ask you. I'd rather discuss mining with Mr. Finney. Naturally. Uh, Mr. Crockett was showing you right, miss. You see that layer of limestone that comes in here at an angle? Yes. Well, the gold load was laying right next to it. Ran through without a break from the surface down this far. If it disappeared there, why does the tunnel veer at an angle like this? Well, I was following the instructions of that geologist your pa sent out here. He told me I'd lose the vein, but he said if I'd cut over, I'd pick it up again. That's where he guessed wrong. Would it be worthwhile to keep on digging the way you're going? Well, we're into low-grade galena, Miss Barber. That's liable to hold for another thousand feet. I can't understand it. Father had so much faith in that geologist. I don't see how he could have gone... I did exactly what he said, miss. Straight ahead for ten feet after you lose the vein, then cut to the left. That's what you've done. Hmm, Sure, follows the report to the letter. Here, Austin, hold this lantern a minute. I've got it right here in my pocket. See for yourself. Why, Mr. Finney, this isn't a geologist's report. It's a personal letter of some sort. What? Oh, I must have got the wrong letter. Here... Maybe this is it. No, this isn't it either. See? I, uh, uh, can't see very well uh, without my specs, I mean. Sorry about it, miss. You're no sorrier than I am. I guess my father was mistaken after all. 
The only one who's happy about it is Mr. Crockett. You're wrong. I hate to see the Granada closed down as much as you but do. But not enough to stop you from printing a false conclusion to ruin a dead man's reputation. I print the truth as I see it. Take me back to town. Of course. Coming, Carl? Yeah, sure. It's funny. Sleep told me. Yeah, I'm coming. Let's go. been Miss Barber, the daughter of the man who owns her Granada. Didn't she say her father was dead? Yes, I guess it happened recently. This why all miners in El Dorado. Plenty man. Yeah, but finding out there's no gold here in the Granada doesn't help us know where those mules came from last night. I'm not so sure that it doesn't help, Dan. How? Golly, I don't see how this vein of Galena... Come on, we have a lot of things to do. We go back to camp. I'm going to write a note, Dan. I want you to take it to that newspaper editor who was in here with Miss Barber. Sure. Tato, I want you to go to the mine that's directly back of this one. I think it's owned by a man named Slade. Keep your eyes open for a string of mules like we saw last night. Uh. Where'll you be? I'll look over that trail on the ledge again and wait for you at the camp. You look pretty well pleased with yourself, Austin. Hello, Mr. Slade. I just got back from a trip to the Granada with Miss Barber. Yes? What good did that do? Well, it proved to her satisfaction that the El Dorado Post prints the truth. You mean she admits her old man pulled a fast one? No. No, not exactly that. But she saw there was no gold in the Granada. And no sign of any. Everybody knows that. You know, if that girl is smart, she won't hang around here. The boys are still in a nasty mood. I was thinking I might make her an offer for the Granada. Think she'd sell? She'd be crazy not to. Why do you want it? Well, that machinery the old man shipped out here to make good his bluff is worth something. That's right. I never thought of that. Are you Mr. Crockett? That's right, son. What can I do for you? I'm going to run along, Austin. You might mention my offer to Miss Barber. I will, Mr. Slade. Hello. What is it, Shorty? Here. I have a note for you. Thanks. Who's it from? Someone who's just as interested in the truth as you are. Goodbye, Mr. Crockett. So long. Why, uh... Say, this is true. It'll. First thing it calls for is a special edition of the Post. Got the mules hitched. Make another trip tonight. Here, Eddie. How's your hand where that Aubrey nailed you last night? That's uh, all right. Just a scratch. The only thing I hope is that we meet that varmint again tonight. I'm packing a shotgun. Yeah, so am I. Hey, who's that just rode off? I don't know. Some sleepy-eyed redskin that's been hanging around here all afternoon. Well, that's bad. You should have chased him off. Why? What harm can a dumb engine do? Crockett, have you gone loco? I don't think so. What's the idea of a special edition? A front-page apology to that barber girl. You practically admit that she and her father might have been right. I'm not so sure that they weren't. Why? What have you found out? Nothing. Then you've let that girl turn your head. It doesn't sit very well with the miners, I'll tell you that. They're even talking about a necktie party for you. They're out here in the street. I'll open the door. You can hear them for yourself. Send that white-livered critter out here, Slade. We don't want his kind in El Dorado. You hear that? I'm not deaf. But you're crazy. I thought you were the champion of the working man in this town. I am. As editor of the Post, I consider myself duty-bound to tell the truth. To the working man and everybody else. You told him the truth once. Mr. Slade, 
If I'm wrong, I'll apologize publicly and resign as editor of your paper. What do you mean by that? I need time to think it over. I'll know by tomorrow morning. That's all I have to say. All right. This is all I have to say. You'd better change your tune and change it fast. Don't forget, my young buckaroo, I still own this paper. I won't forget. Much later that night, when the sheriff of El Dorado and a special pick posse waited in the shadows by a narrow mountain trail. You sure this is no wild goose chase, Crockett? I'm confident that it isn't, Sheriff. I've just checked on the fact that the mule train has left Mr. Slade's mine, and that they're carrying high grade gold ore. It's no crime for a man to haul ore out of his own mine. No, but it is a crime to perpetrate a fraud. You've heard what Carl Finney said, and you know he wouldn't lie about it. Maybe so. We'll wait and see if he comes. Here they come. There's Quint Collier at the head of the string. Um, yes. Yes, I was right. Slade is riding with them. Hold on there. Pull up them mules and stop. What's the idea, Sheriff? Hello, Slade. I've kind of got a hankering to know where you got that gold ore you're packing. From my mind, of course. Where else would I get it? Austin here has been talking to Carl Finney, who used to be foreman of the Granada. Oh, and so you're in on this. Yes, I'm in on it. Let's turn around, Slade, and take a look at that mine. Now, wait a minute, you can't yes, go Yes, we can, Slade. There, you dirty, sneaking You little... heard what I said, Slade. Sure. Here's my answer to all of you. Blast him, Quint, blast him! I came as soon as I heard about it. You're hurt. You've been shot. It's not serious. I'll be all right. The important thing is that Slade and his gang were captured. Yes, I know. The sheriff told me. How did you ever figure it out? About Mr. Slade, I mean. The fact that he was mining a gold vein that belonged to the Granada? Yes. You see, Carl Finney, your father's foreman, didn't follow the geologist's instructions. What do you mean? Instead of cutting that tunnel to the right, as he was supposed to do, he cut it to the left. Slade told him to do it. Slade? You mean Mr. Finney and Slade Carl were trying... Carl was innocent. To... He didn't know he was doing anything wrong. When he received that report from the geologist, he asked Slade to read it for him. Why would he do that? If he was working for Dad... Because he... Slade was the only person here in town who knew Carl's secret. Something he was very sensitive about. What? Carl Finney can neither read nor write. He trusted Slade. And my ex-employer took advantage of it. How did you know? I didn't. Someone else told me. Who? I wish I knew. Say, do you realize that you called me Austin instead of Mr. Crockett when you came in here? Of course. I owe you so much. Will you ever forgive me? I'll consider it. If you'll consider a merger between the mining and the newspaper business. Will your newspaper always print the, the truth without fear or favor? Absolutely. Then you... Might print a wedding announcement. Now I'll get well in a hurry. Austin. You know, Jean, we owe an awful lot to whoever the man is who wrote me that note. We certainly do. And all I know about him is what the boy said when he delivered the note. What did he say? He said, this is from a man who's just as interested in the truth as you are.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>